You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Friday, so this is our hashtag one hero episode. In these episodes, we highlight and celebrate a blog post and contributor from our community and discuss topics surrounding sales, marketing, and customer success. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Fun podcast. Super pumped to have Andrea Neiman. Uh, Andrea and I met face-to-face at the B2B MX conference in Arizona, right, Andrea? That's right. Yeah. Yes. And I know we like we spent like an hour chatting about all kinds of stuff and life and marketing and sales. And I was like, man, you, you, I definitely want you on the podcast. So, Andrea, thank you for, for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. So, Andrea, I know you run, uh, you're the senior manager of marketing at Netline. And before that, you've been product management role, product channel role uh, with companies like Tipco and Adobe. So you have obviously been a marketer through and through. Uh, and I know one, one of the things that you say on your LinkedIn profile is that you're all about humanizing, humanizing B2B. And I wanted to just kind of jump into it right, right up, the, you know, right off the gates what do you mean by humanizing B2B? How do you think about humanizing B2B as, as, as what other marketers should be thinking about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's about personalization, relevance, um, uh, really a heart-to-heart connection. I think, I think that traditionally in the business world, we tend to shy away from establishing heart-to-heart connections. So in other words, vulnerability, right? People shy away from being vulnerable in business. And, and it makes sense. Um, you know, history has kind of told us that if you're vulnerable, you're weak. Um, but that couldn't really be further from the truth. The more right. vulnerable you are, the more brave you are. And in fact, it shows a, a heightened sense of awareness and emotional intelligence, you know, to be able to not only show or wear your heart on your sleeve, show who you are, but it, it invites people. It, you do yourself a service, when, especially as a marketer, because and, and even in sales, of course, because you allow yourself to connect at the most significant level, most influential level with your customer. Um, and so that's how I, I see, you know, uh, when we talk about humanizing B2B, that's how I see it. That's awesome. Could you, I mean, I know you have been, what are the events that you have been attending in the last few months? I know this is like an event season going on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's like everybody wants to throw a party. Um, yeah. So uh, B2B MX, um, right, was uh, in February in Scottsdale. So that was a great event. And I think they started to kind of scratch the surface of, of humanizing B2B. Um, I was also recently at uh, Topo Summit in San Francisco. Um, and then I just got back also from uh, Demand-Based ABM Innovation Summit um, also in San Francisco, and in a couple of weeks, I'll be headed over to a Martech uh, conference in San Jose. Wow! Are you going to Marketo or Sue's Decisions? Um, this year, well, so Netline has decided not to uh, sponsor them officially, but uh, there will be some presence. I'm not sure if I will be physically attending Sue's Decisions, but I think I will have a strong chance of going to uh, Marketo. I am moving. I have to tell you, I'm moving to San Francisco. So it, wow, it's be, that's a big news. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so it's going to be dependent on um, 
on that kind of schedule too. So That's awesome. And the reason I was j- jumping in on the events, not to share our logistics with the entire podcast community, how, where we are, <laughs> uh, and when, when are you moving to San Francisco? Now, we, we, it was really the fact that there are a ton of events and I feel like meeting face-to-face is the next best thing um, to, to any kind of conversation you can have. So events are an incredibly big part of getting deals done, having conversations, get, getting to a point where you, you truly humanize the brand. Like I think you and I knew each other, but not until yeah. we met at the conference, uh, BDBMX, where we were like, oh, okay, well, this I know this person now at a deeper level. I understand more about this person. And I don't know if you would ever do business together. Hopefully we will, but it doesn't really matter. Now I know this person, so I care about who this person is and what they have to say. So I just feel like this whole idea of humanizing B2B, it's not just about businesses, it's, it's beyond, it's, it's really about people, relationships, and, and we talk about that a lot uh, on, the conf- uh, on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have to say that it, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit at an advantage when it comes to connecting to customers because I'm a marketer, so I can connect to them more from a... Um, you know, uh, one-to-one aspect, if you will, right? Saying, you know, sharing my pain points, they're sharing their pain points, so they don't necessarily necessarily feel like they're being sold to. Um, and so uh, it, it goes without fail. Every event, I'll have some really wonderful conversation with amazing marketers and they'll go they'll dig very very deeply into their pain points and then of course we'll usually venture off into what's going on in their personal life like you know kids family you know things like that and how that even tends to influence you know their career their career path or their decision making and some of how they decide to manage teams and things of that sort so it's it's a very interesting journey face-to-face journey that um if you really embrace right at these events, you 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 just you, you do end up harnessing some beautiful relationships that oftentimes do turn into long term, um, you know, business relationships too. Whether it's at the company that you're you're currently with or in the future. Yeah, one of the things Andrea, you and I chatted at that time that we need to we wanted to kind of talk talk about really was the idea of self awareness and. Yeah. I know you're super deep into these, you know, we, we got like, you know, hour long conversation over there. And I, I'm just curious if you could share some thoughts around your journey on self-awareness and how has that helped you become a better leader, better person, better marketer, all, all the above. Sure. Yeah. You know, the, the journey to self-awareness is, is definitely not one for the, um, the faint of heart and <laughs> um, that um, it really requires uh, dedicated, concerted uh, focus uh, with, with total conviction to uh, dig deep right within yourself and, and own that process and, and not shy away from what you see, you know, it's, it's, and in life in itself, work in particular, we spend most of our time at, at the office with our coworkers. And so it's a perfect uh, platform to present or trigger, um, things that allow us to dig deeper and better understand, um, you know, why we get triggered, healing those triggers or healing those issues that, that cause those triggers. Um, and, and go from there, right? And so it, it's, it's cyclical. The whole thing is very cyclical in that when you dig deeper, you establish a better relationship with yourself. You can establish a better relationship with people, you know, at work or in your personal life. Um, the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to know them, the more you, you know, uh, learn to have a sense of self-compassion and love and self-respect and all that. Again, you can 
also carry that or pay that forward. Um, so it's, you, you do yourself, I mean, you can, I kind of feel like you can't afford not to <laughs> yeah. go down this path at some point in your life. Um, the sooner, the better. I yeah. think, um, you definitely save yourself much more suffering yeah. long term if, if you can, you know, try to stomach the path. Um, it's not easy. It's not always for everyone. And depending on, on the one's pace, you know, um, it can definitely kind of knock you on your feet a few times or knock you on your butt a few times, you know, but, um, but it's, it's always worth it in the end. No doubt. So can you relate that to being a marketer? And, you know, if somebody's listening yeah. to this as a marketer or as a salesperson, like how do you bring that yeah. into your conversations or your thought process as a professional? Yeah, it, yeah. well, bridging it, you know, it's funny. Bridging it is, is something that, you know, I think at one point I started very, um, I think most people tend to compartmentalize, right? You have your mm. personal life, you have your work life, your friend life, whatever. And, and so when you go down this path of, of, uh, enhancing your emotional intelligence and becoming more self-aware, you start to really notice things. Um, you start to notice where you can very easily apply, for example, being hyper in the moment um, mm. when you're answering emails or when you're in a meeting or when you are having a you know discussion with your fellow sales rep and they're they're not happy with the way that you're supporting them or they're at odds with um say the product and how to pitch the product and so how do you address those things and i think oftentimes i notice that when people step outside of the of this very moment uh fear will come in and then the discussion instead of you really talking about what the problem is at hand you're talking about something that doesn't even exist mm. but you're assuming you're projecting and and then it becomes a whole different argument instead of just kind of listening to the words that are being spoken and 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 at, at a level of a certain level of detachment it allows you to really address the problem and in 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 turn as well it allows you to connect with the individual um empathize with the individual and thus hopefully come to um a common agreement and so it today for example i just got back from you know the event and so, of course, you, you generate all these leads at the booth and you have all these discussions with people. And so there's all this following up that has to take place. And you are, you know, sort of doing these postmortems, if you will, with, uh, you know, with the, with the team to see what, okay, what was great, what didn't work, what should we improve on, what have you. And, you know, there'll be some commentary that gets thrown out there, some good, some bad, somewhere in between. And each and every piece of comment or, or suggestion is is. It, it, it should be treated in an isolated format. Mm. Um, and the reason I say that is because I think oftentimes, for example, somebody will say, well, it'd be great if we did, you know, it'd be great if, um, you know, we handled uh, the booth traffic in this certain fashion. And, you know, maybe they're saying that based on their own personal preference or what have you, but that's that's fine. They're just expressing their opinions. And so if I come at it and listen defensively, well, what good is that going to do anybody, right? So, and besides, it's not even about me. <laughs> it's about, you know, it's, they have an, they have opinion and they have an opinion they want to share and they're part of the team. And so if I want to bring sales closer to marketing and vice versa, you know, um, I owe it to the conversation um, and to the solution process to to listen without that sense of defense or without taking it personally and and i think that's one of the things i've noticed um especially you know marketers tend to be emotional creatures actually and so are sales <laughs> and um they just they each independently express their emotions differently and um 
But because there's so much emotion there, there easily can be an error of taking things personal. So in order to not take things personal, um, that one, you have to be self-aware when you are. <laughs> um, you have to be aware of the triggers. You have to be then, I think, um, disciplined enough, mature enough to stop, breathe, remind yourself it's not a personal you know, it's not a confront personal confrontation. It's more of we're just gathering feedback and let's just figure out what parts here make sense, what parts here are more, you know, sentiment that maybe can just be put on a separate bucket and, and go from there. I hear you. And I, I think the last part that you just said around it's not being personal. I think sales and marketing gets into this argument a lot where, well, who who has the leads, who has this this information, why are we not getting it sooner? Well, marketing is going to Margarita happy hour while sales are grinding in here at four o'clock afternoon. What, what's going on? And well, you know what? You may not know that marketing may have worked on a booth until midnight last night to get it, right? So right. everybody right. has their own point of view and, and it's so hard to sometimes look at it and take a step step back. But, you know, as, as we kind of wrap this up, I think, you know, it's super interesting. I take, took a bunch of notes and here are a few things that I, I think it really, and it really, I wanted to talk about self-awareness, uh, but I, I, I think you really, really nailed it on a lot of things. So hopefully people would take away that self-awareness is not just a spiritual thing. Self-awareness is not uh, right. to be out, out of context for you know personal life. It is actually more important, if not the most important from a professional, because almost as you said, you spend so much time with the people you work with every day, you've spent the better part of every day with the people. So if you don't love them and if you don't like them and if you're not going to go get along with them, you're going to have a miserable day and you're going right. to, it's not going to be healthy for anybody. So this whole idea of humanizing B2B, uh, I think we took it much deeper and hopefully that that is appreciated <laughs> by the community because that's, that is super cool. So here's what I learned and, and I'm going to try to wrap up on a few thoughts. One, being vulnerable means being brave. I, th- I think that was a really well well put because a lot of times it could be felt as a sign of weakness when you don't take action or when you share something emotionally or even even I've heard about this and, and I, I don't think I'm good at this at all is like, you know, people would say, well, you know, you, you can cry at work and I get it. Like you, you don't want to be like weeping on the floor, on, you know, at work. Like that's not it. That's not what vulnerability means. That's you, not, yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's just extreme part of it. But vulnerability means that you openly share how you feel and not be afraid to share how you feel. And I think, and then I think this is something that I've been thinking about a lot is difference between letting go and giving up which means, right. you know, you want right. to, you know, at some point you have to make a choice. Okay, am I giving up something, you know, and that's right. going to hurt you? Or am I letting go something that means that that you are making a choice of letting that thing go? And I think exactly. it's such a such a deeper concept there. Uh, another podcast topic for, for yeah, other right. day. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then on the self-awareness side, I think you you brought up a really, really good point around like there's that, that requires a total conviction around what it is and what it is not. Uh, it's you could be really fearful around the process, but you made a point that that I made a note on, which is you have to detach yourself from the situation in order to be self-aware. Um, because we're a lot of times you are in it and we are not able to think through because you're in it and you're like, why is this not working? Does this make make sense? It almost makes the other person look like 
they have, you know, they're stupid. But the reality is we need to detach ourselves a little bit and say, well, what's really going on? And it's a really hard thing to do. Uh, I, for one, don't say that I've, I've always been good at it. And and the very last thing, you know, I think this is this is at the heart of it. If there's one thing that I would love for people to take away from this is that it's not personal. Like none of this stuff is about attacking people. None of this is about trying to take other thoughts away from each other. I think vulnerability, uh, the idea of connecting to self is is all around self-awareness, which is just going to make you a better person, that makes you a better neighbor, that makes you a better coworker, that makes you a better employer, that makes you a better delivery of your customer success. All that stuff is, I think it's at the core of it. If you know who, what, who you are and how you operate, you can actually impact all these things much more positively along the way. Did I do a okay job of summarizing what you, yeah, what you had to say? Yeah, I, I think it was perfect. And you know, I just I would just also summarize one more point, which is, you know, we're human beings, not human doers. And I think understanding the, that, you know, you're not defined by what you do, um, I think hopefully can start helping people take some pressure off of themselves. Yeah, we can make mistakes. You know, you can. We are on this podcast. Here's the thing. You can. You have the right to make a mistake. If if that is so, you're not perfect. You'll never be perfect. And don't take it as, you know, negative thing. You have the right to make a mistake. That is the biggest give. You know, we want to give you this gift of making mistake on this podcast today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, awesome, Andrea. Thank you so much for hopping on and sharing this this amazing story around self awareness. I think a lot of people are going to be inspired from it, and this is something that would be at the core of what we want to be as as humans. So, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Awesome.